Okay, this is a recording of Shabbos's Daf. So I guess good Shabbos. Um, I'm going to go at Daf Kufhei. I'm going to go from the third line. So Rabbi Chanina Bar Shalmia, the Talmidei Derab have a Yosu besudoso. Rabbi Chanina Bar Shalmia and the students of Rab were sitting in a seuda. The Koya Layu Rab Hamnuna Saben. Rab Hamnuna the elder was the waiter. Omrulei Zil Chazi imikate Shuma. They said, go see if it's Shabbos yet. Nafsik v'nikfele Shabbos, that we can stop our meal and restart it for Shabbos. I, um, we want to, if it is Shabbos, we'll bench, clear the table, bench, and then uh, bring in, and then say Kiddush and start the new meal. So, Amar lehu loitri chusa. You don't have to do that. Shabbos kovel nafsheh. Shabbos sets itself. I, the Rashbam explains, that since it becomes also to eat before Kiddush, that creates the hefzik and makes the continuation of the meal a meal special specifically for Shabbos and for Kovot Shabbos. And therefore you don't have to actually stop, cancel the meal and restart. Where does he get that from? The Omarab, Kishem Shabbos Kovas Lamaser, just as Shabbos makes it fixed Lamaser, I'll explain these terms soon, Kach Shabbos Kovas Kiddush, so Shabbos makes it fixed time for Kiddush. What, do those, what does that mean? So first, the Chiyuv of Maser is only after Gemar Melacha, after you've finished a certain part of the processing of the grain. Before that, you're not Chayv in Maser, and therefore you can eat the grain even before you've separated Maser. However, the Chachom came along and said, you're not allowed to have a fixed meal. You're only allowed to have a snack. However, what does it mean, Shabbos Kovas Lamaser? The chashivus of eating on Shabbos, because it's the part of the mitzvah of Oneg Shabbos. It makes everything you eat on Shabbos significant and choshuv, and therefore even a snack on Shabbos is considered, is Kovas Lamaser. It makes it like a fixed meal, and it would be Osir. So Shabbos makes any meal fixed for Maser, and makes it a significant meal. So too for Kiddush. It makes it a fixed meal. Sovur minei kihechi da kovel kiddush kaf kovel lahavdola. They thought, well, if that's the case, if it makes it a set meal for kiddush, it is also a set considered a set meal, a fixed meal for avdola. I, as soon as Motzei Shabbos comes, you have to say avdola without eating any more. So Amaluhu Rav Amram, Rav Amram said to them, he's hachi Omar Rav, the kiddush kovas veloy lahavdola kovas. Shabbos makes it fixed for Kiddush. I that as soon as Shabbos arrives, you're not allowed to eat anymore, you're not allowed to taste anything until you've had Kiddush. But for Havdalah, it doesn't do that. And now we just qualify this rule. So theoretically, if you started eating on Shabbos afternoon, you can continue eating into Motzei Shabbos. Oh, he says, This is regarding the halacha that you don't have to stop your meal. Your your third meal on Shabbos can continue well into Motzei Shabbos. You don't have to stop it. But you're not allowed to start a new meal before you've said Havdalah. Also, this that we said, you're not allowed to... Uh, you, you don't have to stop your meal. This is specifically where you're eating a sauda. But if you're just drinking something, then you would have to stop. So if you started having a glass of cold drink, and once a Shabbos comes, we would say, Shkia comes, you would have to stop drinking it. You would not be allowed to 
continue. And so this that we said, you're not allowed to continue drinking without saying Havdalah, says that specifically with wine and beer, significant drinks, probably cold drink, coffee, things like that, etc. Aval Maya, but water, there would be no problem to have water. So let's just summarize what we've set up to here just to keep us in the loop. We started off by saying that as soon as Shabbos comes, it fixes the obligation for Kiddush, that you have to say Kiddush and you can't taste or continue meal without them. That adds the factor that it is considered... Um, that adds and that it's kovas, it's a new meal and it's as if it's the kovat Shabbos. And then we said, oh, how does that relate to Havdalah? So now Havdalah is different. If you started your meal on Shabbos, you can continue well into Havdalah. And you don't have to stop. But we made a few criteria. That's you can, that specifically if it's a meal, if it's just drinking, then you would not be allowed to. And if it is just um, and similarly, but you would be allowed to have water. You're really allowed to have water. This is arguing on Rav Huna. Rav Huna saw a certain man drinking water. You're not afraid of Askara. Askara is some, they were very afraid of it, some dangerous throat disease. It seems like you kind of die your throat swelling and strangulation, something very scary. So if you drink before Abdullah, even water, you're going to suffer from this. The Talimish made Rabbi Akiba, as they taught in the name of Rabbi Akiva, that anyone who tastes anything before Abdullah, he will get Askara. And Rabbanan, the Vairavashi, loy kapidaman, kapti amaya, the Rabbanan of Ravashi were not particular about this. They weren't so afraid of this. Um, it seems that Rabbi Akiva is not so clear exactly on the parameters. He says, Kol anyone who tastes, this, this seems to be how Tosos anyone who tastes, now is that anything? This, the Talmudim, the Yeshiva of Ravashi, they said it doesn't apply to water. Water is not considered tasting. It's so insignificant you can. But other drinks or food, that would be a problem. And that's basically how we pass when you can have water, you just can't have anything else to drink or eat. Now, there are quite a few points on this piece that I'd like to go into. Um, one is, we see that we started off with the discussion of Rav Chanina Bashmalia, the Talmudim of Rav, etc. They were having a Suda going into Friday night. Who eats this late on Friday afternoon? Okay, at the beginning of the Perek, we came out. If you're Paskin like Rabbi Yossi, it might not be Osur. But at the beginning of Shulchan uh, it's clear that you definitely shouldn't be eating a meal then. It's not ideal. And... Uh, and especially so that you can have a, enjoy your Shabbos, etc. So what they're eating so late. So this would be relevant to, I guess, the, uh, two weeks ago, someone who answered that it's, it's Shabbos Purim. We made sure, most people in South Africa made sure to have their meal before midday or early on, so that you could still have your Suda Shabbos happily. But others have the minag to actually start their Suda Purim in the afternoon and go into Shabbos. That's when Shabbos comes, they do like they would have done, they would have been Poires Mata and said Kiddush and continued their Su'uda. Another interesting point is Tosfos say, um, let me just check the order of the points I want to go. So let's just focus on Kiddush a little bit. Um, we see that from the Sugi, it comes out you're not allowed to eat before Kiddush. 
That's why Shabbos is Kovas Lekiddush. As soon as it's Shabbos, you're not allowed to eat anything. What's the reason for that? So the Morgan Aram says, what's the Chiddush? Every single mitzvah you're not allowed to eat before doing a mitzvah. When it comes time to daven you're not supposed to eat. When it comes time to read the Megillah, you're not allowed to eat, even though you fasted. Okay, if you're very hungry, there are leniencies. But strictly speaking, you're not supposed to eat before any meal. It says, however, there is a major nafkamina. says, other meals, it's to have something proper, like a kibetz, a significant amount of food. By Shabbos, you're not even allowed to taste anything before Kiddush. It's very strict. And we say, by Kiddush on Friday night, you're not even allowed to have water. As we learned, Havdol is a discussion. Can you have water before Havdol? But Kiddush, you're not allowed to have anything. There's a whole, uh, like you can look in the post game, how far it goes, what happens if you need to take medication, okay, then the leniencies, but Kiddush is very strict. Um, so why is that? It could be the Rashbam seems to say here, and the Rosh says it more clearly, that it's you want to have Kiddush before your meals so that all the food you eat is as Kovot Shabbos. Anything you eat before Kiddush is not really part of Shabbos and not part of Oneg Shabbos. So out of covered Shabbos, you make sure to say Kiddush before you eat anything on Shabbos. Um, that's one point to do with Kiddush. Um, another interesting point regarding Kiddush is here we also, see, it seems to be a mala, at least from the aspect of eating, that you should say Kiddush as early as possible. And that's what Shulchan Aruch brings. It says, as you get home, you must say Kiddush immediately um, and then you can eat your meal. Now, two interesting points on that. One is the Morgan Avram brings. Um, the reason behind this is because Kiddush is declaring a Shabbos. So it makes most sense to declare the sanctity of the day as early as possible, as close, as early as possible to the beginning of Shabbos. If it's midnight, you've already missed six hours, whatever, a few hours of Shabbos um, before you've declared it actually Shabbos. Obviously it is Shabbos, but to give it this add your uh, declaration of Shabbos, so Kiddush should be done as early as possible. However, he brings from the Ramomi Pano. Um, I never understood the leniency out of my family. He's like very slack with starting Kiddush as soon as possible, and I never understood the leniency. But there are more, the, the Morgan Abraham brings there um, that the old Minag was people would eat their Friday night meal when they wanted to. If they wanted to hang around that she'll talking a bit or take a slow stroll before supper, they would do that. And therefore, he says, obviously, um, the Minahagim of Bnei Israel are fine, and that would be a leniency if you need. There's a famous story with the Chofetz Chaim, that he was actually very, very particular when he had visitors. Um, and remember, especially sometimes the visitors would be poor and they would be very hungry. You never know when they last ate. So he was particular when he had visitors. He would make sure he wouldn't even say Shalom Aleichem and Aishas Chayil. He would go straight into the meal. Okay, that's points regarding Kiddush. Now, just regarding Havdalah. So let's or let's let's go to Surah Shlishit going into Havdalah. So we said, so we implied that. They would eat their meal from late Shabbos afternoon, their third meal, going into Motzei Shabbos. So Tosfos Vahani Mili says, the Ochre So, where they were started eating late of late Shabbos afternoon, it says, It sounds like they were eating on Shabbos just before Nightfall. It says, This is bewildering. You're not allowed to eat 
the minag was not to eat between Mincha and Mariv. And not only that, Rabbeinu Tam got very angry with Rabbeinu Meshulam, who told people that they should eat between Mincha and Mariv. And he brings the Midrash. I don't exactly what it means, but he says, he brings the Midrash that says, if you drink wine after Mincha before Mariv, you're stealing from your dead relatives. Okay, I don't know what it means, you're stealing from your dead relatives, but it's a very severe thing to eat between Mincha and Mariv on Shabbos afternoon. The Kosa, and he writes, Shepam Achas, Belusir, it actually happened once that it caused a whole lot of trouble when they were eating between Mincha and Mariv on Shabbos afternoon. Okay, then he goes in and a bit further down he says, You have to say the Mari Hacha Shehitchilu Beheter over Emtsa Suda Hispalo Mincha Hechadithilu Beheter Mutar Lahashlim. It says it must have been that they started earlier. And then the meal dragged on. So they went to Daven Mincha. And then they came back. And once they had already started the meal before Mincha, when they were actually allowed to eat, then they're allowed to continue and complete. But now we see Rabbeinu Tam is very strict against eating between Mincha and Mariv. And that's exactly when we have Surah Shlishit. Generally, you have a Mincha and then you have Surah Shlishit. So the, Morgan, um, the Rosh elaborates on this. Interesting enough, he says one, another reason. He says, not only you're not supposed to eat and drink, you're also not supposed to learn Torah between Mincha and Mariv. Why? Because it's when Moshe Rabbeinu died and... When a Talmud Chochom dies, his base medrash must be bottled out of respect. They don't learn. And we're all Talmudim of Moshe Rabbeinu and part of his base medrash. So you shouldn't learn. Um, so that's the... They take it quite far there. Um, and the... Yeah, that, they're those opinions that are quite strict. Obviously, on the other hand, they're... Um, the, I'm trying to think, I think it's Rabbeinu Meshulam rejects Rabbeinu Tamzrayas, he brings Moshe Rabbeinu did not die on Shabbos, brings a Midrash that Moshe Rabbeinu wrote Yud Gimel Sifrei Torah, he wrote 13 Sifrei Torah on Shabbos, he wrote the Psukim that I'm 120 today, and that's when he died, so it can't be that it was Shabbos because he would never have written on Shabbos, okay, and he rejects his points. So that's Tosfos, again we see Tosfos are very strict against eating between Mincha and Mariv. Um, they're actually amongst the Rishonim, there are three different opinions of when you can or should eat so as we've just seen, according to Rabbeinu Tam, it has to be before Mincha. And it seems that was a Minag in Rabbeinu Tam's time or early Minag. Then the other practice is uh, any time. You just have to get in three meals over Shabbos. So whenever that is, it's fine. And then there's the Rambam, which this seems to be the encouraged practice is that you specifically have Surah Shlishit after Mincha in the afternoon. Um, so those are the three approaches when you should have Surah Shlishit. Very relevant and important to us. Um, this coming Pesach, Shabbos, um, Erev Pesach is Shabbos. So when do you, what can you have for Surah Shlishit? As we learned in the beginning of the Masechta, you're not allowed to eat late. You're not allowed to have a meal late afternoon on Erev Pesach, even according to Rabbi Yossi. And not only that, when... What can you eat? I mean, you can't have chometz, you can't have matzah, exactly, but it creates part of the complication is when do you have to have surah shishit? Do you have to have surah shishit later on in the day or can you actually cram in two meals early in the morning? Maybe we'll get a chance to discuss that in more detail later on. Yeah, one last point on Abdullah, um, just for this. So we said if you're eating a meal, you can continue into Motzei Shabbos without make it breaking for Abdullah. If you were drinking, you have to stop drinking as soon as most before until you've said Abdullah. 
what about Mizonos? So I remember growing up that were quite lenient. If you had Mizonos before Shkia, before sunset, you could carry on eating until, I guess you said you're after Brocha and made Havdolah. But, I mean, the poskim I look at in general seem to be quite strict about it and say you really shouldn't have Mizonos. You shouldn't continue your meal with Mizonos. Only if you vast and we're having a proper meal on bread, could you continue. One, one last, no, I think that's enough points. Let's go on. Boy, me Ravina, me Ravna, about just past halfway down, Kufayam with Aleph. Boy, me Ravina, me Ravna, from Yitzchak. Mishalai Kiddush be'erev Shabbos, Maoshe Kaddish v'hoilei kolayim kudo. If you didn't say Kiddush on Friday night, can you carry on saying Shabbos over the rest of the day? I do make it up. On Shabbos morning, do you say proper Kiddush? Remember, to, to be aware of this, obviously we say what we call Kiddush, uh, Shabbos day, we'll discuss that coming up in this parak, but that's Borei Priyakofen. Here we're primarily focusing on the actual Kiddush, the phrase, the, the actual bracha that is Kiddush, Mekadesh um, HaShabbos. So can you, if you didn't say it on Friday night, can you say it the rest of Shabbos? So Oma Mira Oma Mira Rebichia Mishalahid Demomotzei Shabbos Mavdil Vahile Kola Shabbos Kulo Someone who didn't say Kiddush on Motzei Shabbos, on, didn't say Abdol on Motzei Shabbos, can say it the whole week. You can carry, okay, we know it's not literally the whole week. Um, um, yeah, Tosos points out, Adrevi Bishabbos, you can say it up until Wednesday. So even on Tuesday, you can still say Abdol if you didn't say it. But Hachanami, Mishalai Kiddush, Be'erev Shabbos, Maktish, Vayla, Kaleom, Kulo. So just as Havdola can carry on, so to Kiddush can carry on. And very interestingly, what is this that you, so let's say you, it's, and this is how we, we're going to try to challenge this, but this is how we're going to ca- come out, that you can say Kiddush during the day. So what happens if you missed Kiddush on Friday night and you're saying Kiddush in the day? Is it the mitzvah of Kiddush is as soon as you can say it, starting on Friday night and that's the ideal time, but it continues over the whole Shabbos, so you're actually saying Kiddush, or is it like a Tashlumim, like you're making it up? Like similar like Shachris, if you didn't daven Shachris, you can daven Mincha twice, but if you didn't daven, um, but that's not you're davening shachris, that you're making up for the shachris you missed. Um, so there's a very interesting machloikes rishonim, Rav Amram and the Rambam. What happens if you miss, the tool brings us? What happens if you missed? If you didn't say kiddush on Friday night on purpose, can you say it in the day? Rav Amram says you can't, and the Rambam says you can. Now, if it's a tashlumim, if it's to make up, if you missed Kiddush on purpose, then you can't make it up. Like with tefillah, if you don't have in chakras on purpose, you can't have in milcha twice. It would only be if it's a mistake, and that's what our Rav Amram learns. The Rambam learns, no, it's the actual mitzvah of Kiddush. You should have said it last night, and you've delayed, and you might have even missed it on purpose, but the mitzvah applies the whole of Shabbos, and therefore you can still do it. That's how the Bach explains that machloikes. Um, very interesting. So again, is it Tashlumim or is it the actual mitzvah? Just you have the whole Shabbos to do the mitzvah. Now, Eisibay, they challenge us. I, can you really say Shabbos, Kiddush the whole day? It says, Lel Shabbos ve'lel yom tov yeish bohem Kiddush ala kois ve'yeish bohem haskara birchas hamazon. On Friday night and yom tov night, you say Kiddush ala kos. Remember, that's the bracha of Kiddush. 
And you also mention that in Birchas Amazon you say Ritzay or Yalev Yavo. Shabbos v'yomtov on the day of Shabbos v'yomtov. Ain bohem kiddusha alakos v'yesh bohem azkara the Birchas Amazon. You don't say kiddush alakos. You don't say any bracha of kiddush. I mean, you say what we call kiddush rabba, break rip off, and that's a different discussion, as I said, coming up. But you don't say kiddush, but you do mention. Shabbos Yom Tov Ritzel Yalev Yavo in benching. Now, so what did we say? There's no such thing as Kiddush during the day. It says now, If it's true that someone who didn't say Kiddush on Friday night at the beginning of Shabbos can say it the whole of Shabbos, we find that on Shabbos and Yom Tov day, there is such a thing as Kiddush Alakos. Because if you didn't say it on Friday night, you can say it Shabbos day. You didn't say Yom Tov night, you can say it Yom Tov day. So there is such a thing as Kiddush. So this Bryce, but the fact that the Bryce says there's no Kiddush Alakos on Shabbos and Yom Tov day, is a rejection of that answer. He says, no, we discuss, we're not discussing a if, if, if he did not, if he did not say it. We're discussing a normal situation of would you say Kiddush or not, and you'd say it on Friday night and not in the day. But if you did not say it, which is an unusual scenario, which he's not really discussing in that price, so then you would say it. Another challenge on this, that you can say Kiddush the whole of Shabbos day, says, Kovod Yom, Kovod Laila, Kovod Yom Koyde. Regarding um, giving honor to Shab Friday night, the Shabbos day or Friday night, Kovod Yom Koydem, you take giving Kovod to the day takes precedence. What does that mean? So it's explained in Allah, if you have, let's say, a fruit, you have a delicious, you have or special chocolate, or a special dessert, or something special, extra wine, should you have it on Friday night, your Shabbos meal, or Shabbos day meal? So you should actually have it on Shabbos day, Shabbat Yom Koydem. So you have something special for Shabbos, obviously all things being equal, you should keep it for Shabbos day. Doesn't mean that you can't have a nice hot meal on Friday night, which you'll not have on Shabbos day, because on Shabbos day it's much harder to heat up the food. It's where you have a choice to keep it for Friday night or Shabbos day, then rather keep it for Shabbos day. What happens if you only have one cup of wine? Should you keep that for Friday night? Or should you keep that, should you say Kiddush on that Friday night? Or keep it to enjoy your Seudah Shabbos? It says, Omar Olav, so what should you do if you only have this one cup of wine? Say Friday night Kiddush on it because Kiddush takes precedence to Kovarayom. So now, if it's true that you can say Kiddush the whole day, if it's true that you can say Kiddush the whole day, well then why then leave the cup of the one glass of wine you have for Kiddush Shabbos morning and then you'll fulfill Kiddush Hayom and Kovod Hayom. So that would be better. Must be, by the fact that it says use it for Kiddush Hayom and yo, you lose out on Kovod Hayom, must be you can't say Kiddush the whole rest of Shabbos. It says no, Amalei Chaviva Mitzvah's Beshaisa. says no, Mitzvahs are most dear, most precious in their time. Ah, you should do the Mitzvah at the optimum, at the preferable time, rather than leave it for the next day when you would maybe be able to fulfill two criteria. So just two points on this one is 
kovod hayom koidem. Very interesting. It's it's not our natural way of thinking, and I don't know why. I don't know if it's our if it's because of society or whatever, but we generally make a much bigger deal of Friday night. Many people I know will wear a suit and a tie on Friday night and not on Shabbos day, and we naturally have a much bigger fancier suit of Friday night than Shabbos lunch. Not always. Some people are very have very good suits, but that's just the natural tendency. But that's that's incorrect. You should be putting more emphasis in the kedush of the yom. Now, why is kavod yom koydem? So there are a few different explanations. The Orach HaShulchan gives one is he says in the Beis Hamikdash it was Shabbos day was a bigger deal. It was more nikar that it was Kodosh because of the Musaf Korban. Friday night there wasn't anything special in the Beis Hamikdash. Um, other reasons are on Friday you've already eaten food. So when you come to your Friday night meal it's not as special as where Shabbos day, the primary meal that you're eating that day. Remember they mainly only ate two meals. Um, on Shabbos day your meal is the meal for the day, and therefore it's a, it's a more significant meal. Um, another answer given by the Chassam Sofer, very interestingly, he says is the Kedusha Shabbos builds up over the day. As you spend more time in the holiness of Shabbos, it gets a greater and greater level of Kedusha. So therefore, Friday night is a high level of Kedusha. Shabbos morning is even a higher level of Kedusha because it's that many more hours. Shabbos afternoon, Surah Shishit, would even be a higher level of Kedusha because it's the culmination of all those, of the whole Kedusha of the whole day. Um, that's regarding Kovod Yom. Just an interesting thing regarding Chavivim Mitzvahs B'Shaisa. Mitzvahs are most dear in their time. This is something that you must think about. I'm not going to go into the answer. Maybe another time, but something to think about is we have lots of very similar phrases to this. There's a concept of, so, Chaviva Mitzvah B'Shaisa, the dearest, the mitzvah is so precious in its time. Even if you could do it a bit later for whatever reason, do it now. Another, Tam Zrizim Akdimim Mitzvahs. Those who are Zoros, Zoris, those who are enthusiastic, do a mitzvah as early as possible. A third phrase that is similar, um, we don't delay, don't let a mitzvah become stale. The fourth phrase is, don't pass over mitzvahs. So with all these phrases, which are obviously different concepts and different ways to tell you whether to do a mitzvah earlier or not, or which mitzvah to give precedence to, etc. But they seem very similar. They seem to all be saying the same thing. Do a mitzvah as early as possible. Okay, so that's something to think about. Why? What's the difference? Between Chavim Mitzvahs, Shaisa, Zrizim Mitzvahs, Ein Mavirin Mitzvahs, etc. So now, but now the Gemara is going to challenge us. So we said, rather say Kiddush Friday night, even though theoretically you can say Kiddush the whole day, rather say it Friday night because that's the ideal time and therefore a mitzvah is most dear to be done, rather than even even though if you left it, you'd be able to do two mitzvahs at once. So Miyam Rina and Chavim Mitzvahs, but Shaisa, do you really say? Chaviva mitzvahs b'shaisei says v'hod tanya we learned in a brayso hanichnas lebeiso b'motzei shabbos mavarech alayayin va'alamor va'alabesomim va'achatach oimer avdol alakos. If you come home on motzei shabbos, you say borei priyakofen, borei morei eish, borei mleibesamim, and then avdol alakas. Alakos. Remember we mentioned this is by shamai. We don't paskin like this that we've touched on in earlier daf. But you come home from shul motzei shabbos. And you say Havdalah, what we would call Abdallah, that's Yayin, Ma'or, Basamim, and 
It says, If you only have one cup of wine, if you have only one cup of wine, then you can leave your Havdalah. Don't say it as soon as you get home. Leave your Havdalah. And... So leave your Havdalah and say it after Birchaz Hamazun. We see, we're not particular about Chaviva Mitzvah B'Shaisu. You should say, no, do Havdalah as you get home. Oh, you're going to run into trouble. You're not going to have wine to bench over. That's too bad. Chaviva Mitzvah B'Shaisu. Do the Mitzvah in right time. If you hold for Chaviva Mitzvah yeah, that's if you hold. But the fact that it says, no, leave the cup of wine to say Havdalah till after Birchaz Hamazun. We see, we're not concerned about Chaviva Mitzvah so Omerlei, he answered, no, He says, no, I'm not wise, I'm not a visionary, I'm not a prophet, and I'm not uh, unique. I take the traditions and I organize them. He says, And they teach in the base measures like me. He says, there's a major difference between bringing in the day, when Shabbos comes in, to when Shabbos goes out. The earlier you bring in Shabbos, the earlier you say Kiddush, the better it is. You're showing it's that much more dear to you. But when it comes to taking Shabbos out, you should delay. So that it's not a burden on you. If you think about it, it looks shocking that everyone looks at their watch. Oh, it's 7.36. Okay, wait, one moment. Oh, 7.37. They quickly run and go switch on the TV and take out their phones and, um, you know, do all things like that. That's showing that Shabbos was a burden to you. You should delay taking out Shabbos. And therefore, that's the Svara. When it comes to Kiddush, Mitzvah B'Shais is to do it on Friday night as early as possible, from an aspect, as we mentioned, as early as possible on Friday night. Or even even before Shabbos, there's a mala to say Kiddush even a little bit before Shabbos, to take in Shabbos extra early. Um, but that's, and that's Chaviva Mitzvah B'Shais. But when it comes to Havdolah, it's not to say that straight after Shabbos, as soon as possible, is actually not the most dear way to show to do the mitzvah and show it. The, it's preferable to actually delay Havdalah a little bit and to show that Shabbos isn't a burden on you. Okay, we'll leave it here. We'll continue with the next piece on Sunday.